Hi, welcome to Life and Application. I'm your host, Jay Huey, and this is my co-host, Jason Bierke. Jason, tonight's topic is going to be casting all your burdens upon Jesus. And, and the reason why I'm asking you this question is because this is something that I find myself struggling with all the time. Um, I know the verses, but I think applying it is a lot harder because sometimes I feel like, all right, so if I have a burden, uh, my daughter this summer had some ailments, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I wondered, you know, often, do, do I just pray once and cast the burden onto Jesus that he'll take care of it? Or do I continually pray for my daughter's healing? And the other thing I find myself doing, which I'm really good at, is helping God. I know he doesn't need my help, but sometimes I'll, I'll give my burden to God and then I'll kind of help him in the answer. <laughs> or I'll help steer the way I want the answer to go. And even when I'm trying not to do that, I still catch myself helping God. So I wonder if you could talk a little bit about how we apply casting all your burdens upon him. Well, you know the verse, 1 Peter 5, 7, cast all your care on him because what? He cares for you. Absolutely. Right? And so when you hear that verse, what, what stands out to you? That he cares for you. Right. So a lot of people say, okay, cast all your care on him, right? And then, okay, well, I'm trying to cast my care, but why? Why would I do that? I don't get it. And the problem that people have is that they don't believe that second part because he cares for you. You know, a lot of times, you know, we grew up and we were, you know, probably taught and we heard sermons, you know, and we came away thinking that, you know, God's up in heaven with a giant iron fist just waiting for you to make a mistake so he can pound you down. And... That's not what the Bible says. You know, Romans 2, 4 says that it's the goodness, the kindness of God leads to repentance. And when we know that God loves us and cares about us, doing the casting is a little bit easier. You know, it's, um, you know, I, I remember, and it's, it's still hard, you know, I remember, you know, you know, being a pastor, I've gone to hospitals and I've prayed with people and, you know, um, you know, try to comfort them when they're sick and, you know, I, I'm telling you, know, you know, just trust God and he has a plan for you. And then I, I go home and I eat dinner and I go to bed. Well, then I'm in the hospital, right? And then the pastors are coming to visit me. Well, it's totally different when it's you that's in the hospital, right? And so, you know, you have to, you know, wrap your mind around, okay, well, I'm really sick right now. Where's God? And the part that we have to get to is that we still trust God enough to give him our burdens, our cares, and then back off and say, it's God's problem now. God is going to work on this. Wait, so are we supposed to not... So I guess what I'm trying to get to you, though, is that what you just said right there is all the head knowledge. Mm-hmm. So the application part of it, like our, once we give it to God, are we supposed to like not think about it anymore? Are we supposed to not pray about it anymore? I mean, how do we apply that? Like, like say your sickness. Like, once you said, Lord, please heal me, you know, and I know your beautiful wife was asking for the same thing, wonderful Christian lady, but do, do we just give that one time? Do we just cast our burden on there, or do we keep casting it? Or, you know, I, I think that's a big question that a lot of Christians have. Like, I'm, like, how many times do we cast that burden? Well, I think it's two things, right? So... There's the burden, right? And then there's the act of prayer. 
And so you can pray for something but not be burdened by it. And so, you know, you can say, you know, for like your, your, your daughter who was ill this summer, you can say, I'm giving this burden to God, right? God is, it, it, it's God, it's in God's hands. I'm not going to, there's nothing I can do about it, right? You have to get to the point where you realize there's nothing I can do. Then there's the second part, you know, the Bible says that he that asks, you know, will receive. Well, the, you know, the Greek word for there is a, um, it's a continual thing where it's not just a one-time event. So you can pray for something where you're, you know that it's not in your control. You're, the reason why you're praying is because you've given it to God and you want God to, you know, to, to bring the healing or you want God to resolve that. And, you know, there's, there's stories in the Bible where, you know, a, you know, Jesus told the parable of this woman who went to this king every single day and asking for something over and over and over and over and over. And the king finally said, I'm going to do it. Well, I, I think that was what I was looking for. Um, you know, a lot of times we hear the verses and, and a lot of times the explanations are hearts not open when the explanation is given. But right there when you said, we're given the burden to God, but we're still praying, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I think a lot of people like, like that's the application, like the, the burden part of it, you know, the, the weight of that problem you're given to God, the concern for my daughter, I still have. So I'm still praying that Jesus heals her, but the burden of that, that the actual power to heal her was in God's hand. Right, and the thing that, that we forget, you know, we, we hear the verse, you know, pray without ceasing or be in a continual state of prayer. And we don't realize that that is for us. Because the Bible says in Philippians, I think it's 4, 7, it says that, you know, the, the peace of God will guard your heart. The peace of God, you know, surpasses all understanding and it will guard your heart. And so we get that peace through the prayer. And so as we're praying, God gives us a peace in our heart, knowing that it's going to be okay. It's going to, you know, um, there's eternal life that we have, even if we die. You know, I, when, when I was in the hospital, I made my peace. I thought I was never getting out. When me and John saw you, we thought the same thing. <laughs> I'm sure you did. I'm sure a lot of people did. You know, and, you know, I just made my peace. I said, okay, Lord, well, if, if this is it, this is it. And I made sure that, you know, when the doctor and the nurses came in, that I, I witnessed to them because, you know, I, I, I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go down, you know, with my last breath, you know, trying to make a difference. And, you know, the, I was at peace. And people, you know, the next year when they told me that I had cancer, I was like, okay. And the doctor's like, well, that's not very normal. And I say, no, I, I understand, but I'm at peace with whatever happens. And it's, it's that peace of God that we get through prayer. And it's not something that is man-given, it's, it's God-given, and it's not, people don't understand it. I had someone from church ask me, how can you be so at peace knowing that you have, you know, surgery to remove a cancerous tumor from your stomach or your intestine in like four days? And I was like, well, God gives the peace. All right, so I guess the follow-up question on that is when, when we're casting our burden um, or, or prayer in general, are we to be specific, like down to the detail, or are we supposed to be, you know, you know, like I hear a lot of times people say, well, you know, it's it's God's will now, you know, pray for God's will. I'm like, well, no, and I'll be honest, when you were sick, I wasn't praying for God's will. I, I know God loves you. I know, I know that with all my heart. I was praying for you to get better. 
Like I, and I don't know if I'm right, um, but I, I believe in being specific when we pray. I, I don't believe, and I'm not saying to pray for God's. I'm not saying don't pray for God's will, but um, so what is what does God say on that? Was I right, wrong, or is it am I splitting hairs? Or well, no, and I certainly appreciate you praying for me to live. I, I, I do appreciate that. I think that one of the you know one of the things that that we have to understand is that all through Scripture, you know, what was going to happen was changed because of prayer. And so that's kind of hard for some people to wrap their minds around because then it gets into the debate, well, does God change his mind? Does, can these things happen? You know, the, all through Scripture it talks about, you know, God relenting or changing his mind on what he was going to do and he did something else because people were, were praying. And so, you know, something may have been going to happen, but that can be changed you know, through, through prayer. The Bible says, you know, the, uh, the, the prayer of, of a righteous man, you know, accomplishes much. And it's not like we're changing something where we're praying every day that God gives us a million dollars because that's way outside of God's will, right? But, you know, there's things that, you know, maybe whether I, you know, move to Minnesota or move to Michigan or move to Tennessee, all those could be in God's will, and you're praying every day that I move back to Michigan. Amen to that. Right? I was specific. You were specific, right? But you don't have to pray and let it be at this very specific address. And if I don't move to that address, you're like, well, God didn't answer my prayer. You know, it's it's important to be as specific as you're led to by the Holy Spirit. All right. So what do you say to someone who gave a burden to God? And then the opposite happened. Like their burden was, I'm going to make up a, you know, just an example. Their company that they work for is, is on shaky ground right now, you know. Okay. And so they give that burden to God. So they've given that burden to God that the company will be okay and turn around and come out of it, you know, and that they'll keep their job. But that doesn't happen. So now that person is going to feel like, well, I gave my burden to God and he didn't take care of it. And I know that's not the answer, but as Christians, what do we say to the, what do we say to that person? Well, you know, it's it's do they always not really give their burden. Well, no, and that's not what I'm going to say. And and I know that's they may feel like that. You know, they always tell you that you know the the, the sick bed is never you know the right time to you know debate theology or when someone just loses their job, that's really not the best time to debate whether or not. You know, they prayed enough or whatnot, but they gave their burden to God that, that they might lose their job, and God took that burden. They shouldn't be worried about it. They should be trusting God that even if they do lose their job, God is still going to provide for them. And so now that they've lost their job, now it's, again, it's all on God for them to be provided for. And God uses different people to, you know, bring... Uh, things into their lives that, that can help them and, and, and assist them. But the burden is, is, is alleviated because you've given it to God. Giving, it to, giving your burdens to God is not for God, it's for you. So you, you don't you know, stress yourself out and die of stress and try and make all these things happen that you have no control over. See, like I'm really good at 
worrying about things I can't control, like the weather. Like every time it rains really heavy or it calls for, you know, two plus inches, I think, oh, now I'm going to get water in my basement. And my wife, thank God for her, because she's the one who's like, give it to God and call it a night. You yeah. can't control the weather. And I do, but I still struggle, like, I guess, um, and I count myself as a typical Christian. So, like, you know, I'll sit there and I'll pray. I'm like, dear Lord, I, I pray that the storm is not as bad as they say. Um, and I know it's weird that I worry about flooding in my basement, you know, but, um, and I give it to the Lord, but then I'll sit there and it'll be three hours later laying in my bed and I'll hear the rain just coming down and, you know, that burden comes back and then I sit there and I, now I debate in my head so I'm up for the next 30 minutes did I not truly give my burden to God or did I give my burden to God and this is a, a second burden that I need to now give the second burden to God so what is that is that a is would that mean that I didn't truly give my burden to God or is that just another burden or is that the devil tempting me I mean it's what, definitely what the is devil that? tempting you know it's um, the last thing the devil wants is a Christian at peace right and so the way that we can be victorious over that is that when something pops back up into our mind that we've already given to God, and you can be like, oh, God already gave this to you, so thank you for taking care of it. And truly, I like that. try not to worry about it, because there's, there's literally nothing that, that you can do to prevent it from raining. So that, that's a good little application, is that when it pops back up in your head, just sit there and say, thank you, God, for taking that burden from me. You know, turn, turn it around, turn, you know. Yeah, the devil's not going to like that, so he'll quit, you know, throwing that in your mind real quick. Is every time you uh, feel that, I really you know, like that burden again, you you give God praise and. Um, I, I really like that. I've never done that yet, so I'm gonna I'm gonna try that tonight because we got a good storm coming through. Yes, so. we do. Um, I'll be using that one tonight, multiple times. <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, Jason, I really appreciate um, the saying it simply. Um, you know. Thanking the Lord, casting the burden. It doesn't mean that we stop praying, but it means that we're giving the burden to the Lord. And if you had to give someone a piece of advice for, because I know there's people out there struggling with some heavy burdens, and I've been blessed. Um, um, I know I mentioned my daughter was sick this summer. It was nothing serious. Um, you were seriously sick, um, but I've been very blessed that I haven't had some of the burdens that other people have had. I mean, some people have had some heavy, heavy burdens. So what, what is your, your, your advice to those people of really heavy burdens? I mean, like the stuff that's really hard to give the Lord. Well, I, my advice would be to know and understand and believe that God is good even when he is not understood. And so the things that we go through, the things that we endure, there is good that can come out of that. Our pain is never wasted. God will use that on the other side of that trial that we're in. You know, we, we may be frustrated or upset or even walking away from the faith because someone that was dear to us has, has passed away and we spent time praying for them. You know, we, we pray that God would heal them. And what we forget is that God did heal them in heaven. He didn't heal them the way that we wanted to, but he still, still healed them. And so what I would encourage people with is to believe that God is good, that he cares for us. And, you know, the Bible says that, you know, all things work together for good to them that love God and are called according to his purpose. 
And so, you know, there is good that can come out of any tragedy. And it's an opportunity for us to continue to trust God. I, I, I've lost my job multiple times. Companies go bankrupt. My group gets dissolved. Um, I mean, in a, but through it all, I knew that, that God was still good and that he was still going to uh, provide. All right. Um, does God, are, are burdens that we have, are they because of sin or sometimes just crap luck or is that a test from God? I mean, it, I'd have to imagine that God would like us not to ever have a burden, that the minute anything pops up, we're giving it to him. So it's never, it never even becomes a burden. It's, you know, uh, picking up a <laughs> coffee mug is not a burden. You know, holding it for right. 24 hours is not a burden. Well, you know, there's consequences to our actions, right? So, you know, we may, we may sin and there's consequences that, that go with that sin, right? And they may cause problems in our lives that create a burden. We can still give that burden to God. There's testing. So that, that, that's a good question. So hold on. Okay. I, I apologize. No, sorry. So um, a sin burden. Um, and this is a, I'm glad you brought that up because I didn't even pop in my head, but uh, I know there's been times in my life where I've sinned, where I've had shame to bring that to the Lord, but um, I thought you brought up a good point that, you know, people forget that even our sin burdens, God wants. So right. can you expound on that? I'm sorry to switch you off something. No, but, but it's, what well, it's, it's, it's the same thing, you know, it says cast all your cares, cast all your burdens on God. It doesn't matter what type it is or how it got there, you still cast it and give it to God. The, the, the guilt from sin burden or the burden of, you know, someone in your family being sick, it doesn't matter, you, you still give that to God. Or the consequence of your sin. Or the consequence of your sin, you know, is a, a burden, right? And just because you give that burden to God, it doesn't mean that the consequence is gone, but you don't have to worry about feeling shame because God takes that shame. That's what this death on the cross does and forgiveness of sins is that it, it, it takes that shame away. We, we don't have to be shamed in front of God because God looks at us as though we are the righteousness of Christ because we are saved. And then the, um, the other half of that is that God brings trials and testing into all of our lives and he does that Right, so that we can grow in our faith. The Bible even tells us to count it all joy when we face, you know, testings and trials, because that's how God grows us. And so when we get a burden from one of those, we give those to God as well. Right, and I think one of the things we forget is like, um, as much as you can love someone else, whether it be your spouse or your kids, or I look at like I remember getting the text from. It was either my mom or your mom that you were sick. Like, unfortunately, the way we were just learning our phones at the time, right. so the communication was a little slow. But I remember I got the the text from either your mom or my mom, um, same person as far as our texting goes in our family. And then I remember immediately getting off the phone and or reading that text and calling Jonathan, be like, "I'll be by your house in thirty minutes," and he's like, "I'll be ready." And Jonathan was sick as a dog. Um, but we still packed up, started driving. And then as we're driving, you know, we're calling Annette and saying, hey, can we crash at the house? If not, 
a hotel's fine. You know, just tell us what hotel nearby. And she's like, no, absolutely crash at the house. But I, I think we forget how much God loves us mm-hmm. and that he wants to take the burdens for us, mm-hmm. that he wants us to have peace. And I think um, as Christians, we really rob ourselves. I, I don't think it. I, I know it. I, I know we rob ourselves of peace that God wants us to have because we don't cast all our burdens upon it. We cast some, we cast the big ones, we cast, you know, but we don't cast all. So is there anything you want to add to the all part? Like, I, I think we miss out on casting all. No, I think all means all. You know, it's just, it's, we have to make a conscious effort to cast all. Not, like you said, not just the big ones. The ones, but even the ones we feel like we can handle, we got to give those to God too. See, and that's one I struggle with because sometimes I like to help God. So, yes, and, and that goes I'll be honest. I mean, I, I, I definitely struggle with that. Right? We all. Do. I want to cast my burden on God, and then I want Him to put it where I want Him to put it. Right. <laughs> yeah, and and that's and that's um, true for just about everybody, if not everybody. Right. But um, I really like your answer. I really like the, and 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 that's what I want everyone to take out of this is that. It's not always going to be the whole talk or whatnot. Sometimes it's just a little paragraph. And for me tonight, it was, you know, you're going to cast that burden on the, on the God. You know, you're going to give that burden to God. You're still going to pray that, you know, the person gets better or the problem is taken care of. But the burden, the, the worry, the, the reason why you're not at peace because of that, you're giving that part to God, you know, that, the burden. Yeah, and then we have to have the faith to know and to believe that, you know, whatever the outcome is, that God is still good. And, and, and that's hard. It I is mean, hard. It, it's really hard. And it, as, as people, we struggle with that. And we'll have other podcasts about that because, you know, like one of the questions I get asked all the time is if God was truly a great God or, you know, why would little kids get cancer? And I'd be like, dude, I don't know. I, I don't get that one because I would totally fix that. Take the cancer on that myself over a little kid having cancer. Right. I mean, I just, and I know everyone, most everyone would do that. But, um, and we'll, we'll get into that in a, in we'll a future podcast. But um, I just want you guys to remember that when, when you're looking for the application part, you you got to look for how it's going to apply for you. And, and Jason's giving you the the best answer on the questions that I'm asking, but. If, if you look into it and you're, and you're open to it, there'll be a statement or a saying or something that will help you. And the Holy Spirit will take care of the rest. Like, I don't think we give enough oh, credit to the Holy Spirit in the Bible. I mean, we talk about Jesus and God all the time, but we kind of leave the Holy Spirit. He's like a, a third wheel almost in most most churches I've ever been to. He's, you know, the, the third wheel of the, of the Trinity. Of the Trinity. Well, just, just remember that, you know, it's the Holy Spirit. He's the comforter. He's the one that brings comfort. So when we give our burdens to God, it's the Holy Spirit who actually comforts us and is, is helping us. And so, yeah, we, we often forget the role of the Holy Spirit. That's probably another really good podcast topic. Is, you know what that really is? Because, I'm, I mean, I'm being for real when I say he's treated like the Holy Spirit is definitely treated like the, the right. third wheel. Yeah. You know, God and Jesus. And I'm not taking any credit away from God and Jesus, obviously, but... No, I get it, you know, and, and that's, that's a fair. Lot. That's fair. All right, thank you very much, and you guys have a wonderful night. Thank you.